Welcome back to the Sports Zone. Let's get back to the discussion. In Hillsboro, 813-289-1860. Anywhere else, toll-free, 877-969-8600. And now your host, Patrick Hyland. All right, welcome back to the Sports Zone here on 860 here in Tampa, 930 in Sarasota, Florida. Beautiful, bright, sunny day here in Tampa Bay, Junior. Yeah, until 3 o'clock. Oh, then we're going to get a little rain, you think, June? Yes, sir. That's not going to be good for the USF uh, Bulls football game today. I need that to blow over till about 7, man. Come yeah. on now. We're talking about sports, not the Weather Channel. Let's go. Oh, man, he's ready to rock and roll, this kid. I love it. We've been talking about domestic violence and what's going on out in our work and world. And I have Dr. Gordon on the line. Dr. Gordon, welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. Hey, glad to be here. Thank you for uh, getting in touch with me. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what's your take on all this, Doc? You know, first of all, you know, it's interesting that I've been involved with domestic violence for over 20 years. I worked on the original task force here in Florida that brought that law on the book, and my company, Interventions, was the first state-certified treatment provider. You know, it's not an easy question. Uh, the domestic violence legislation for the state of Florida overall is failing because the victims will not prosecute against the, their, their partners. And, and a lot of logic goes to that because when it gets to the courtroom um, and you have a, a prosecutor, the prosecutor depends on that victim to come forward and state what happened. Here in, here in Hillsborough County, we have a 96% no-show rate for the victims into the courthouse when the allegations and police reports are to, pertinent to the family and there's no outside observation. Now, that's what makes this case different when you talk about the case that occurred. Because everybody's seen the elevator film, and everybody's seen the, the outrageousness, the power, the force, the woman laying on the floor. So now we have something outside that's peering into the privacy of the home. So when you have a 96% no-show rate, which means, and, and by the way, you know, I'm at my clinic today. <laughs> I've done almost 11,000 men through my program since I started doing this. And, and the, the truth is that, that there is certain financial worries and certain other issues that come to bear when the wife is testifying against the husband as she thinks about her livelihood, the kids, how I put food on the table. When you transfer over into professional sports, or you talked before, I was listening to you, medicine or other high-paying fields, you know, there, there is a, a great deal of, of, of problems when it comes to the labeling that has to do with domestic violence. You're a batterer. Even here, my program, I am, you look me up in the 13th Judicial District, you'll see I am listed as a batterer intervention program. And when my people come in that are being charged with this, they fill out paperwork that's for batterers. Okay, so, and then we have the court system, of course, where the batter appears before the judge and, you know, the process is all there. Um, this is, I've had several professional football players come through my different programs. Um, it, it, in this particular case, when you have outside observation and you have, you have video of something that occurred, then those cases may go forward because we, we have a lot of pressure, a lot of value that the prosecutor would have to prove that the incident occurred, even if the, even if the victim may not testify. Um, yes, I have doctors and lawyers and airline pilots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When you ask me, do they, are these people overall impacted in their professional careers? Yes and no. It just depends. There's so much more that goes into this. And I'll tell you where we've done things differently in here in Hillsborough County. Now we're finding out that in the incident of the domestic violence in the household, that over 60% of them had children in the household. So even as the victim is no longer showing up and the prosecutor has no case, 
Child Protective Services is doing an investigation to find out that there are children in the household, and they're turning those cases over. In this case, uh, here in Hillsborough, I think it's Eckerd Community Alliance, where now we're coming up with case plans that are forcing the parents to go into some type of psychoeducational program um, or there's a threat of you may lose the children, they're going to be placed with your, you know, with someone else to care for them until you've shown to us that you've done something to intervene into this troubled relationship. We use the word domestic violence. It's a tough word because people are labeled, and they're labeled forever in the judicial system. And yet we tend to think it's hit, strike, or punch as being the only thing we're worried about. And the truth is most of the people that I work with, it's not just the hit, strike, or punch. It's the emotional abuse that goes on every day and accumulates year after year so that these relationships are toxic, and the kids are raised in these households. You know, this particular video is the, the video of the woman getting struck and she's laying on the ground. But then you have to wonder to yourself, well, how many times did this happen before where there was no video, where, no one, where the police weren't called? Let me ask you a question, Gordon, about that, because I want to keep my train of thought here, and uh, you're better at that than I. How many of uh, the 11,000 people that you've uh, counseled, Okay. How many were repeat offenders? Or how many, what's the percentage of repeat offenders when they do get counseling and anger management and domestic management? You know, that, that's, that's a really difficult question. And, and I'm going to say that usually it's about 40% that I get that repeat. But understand something. They got to me because something occurred to force them into the system. <clears throat> I had a guy last week that had two arrests last year, two arrests this year, but he's only here now because the last arrest, which, of course, wasn't prosecuted because the victim didn't show up. But in this police report, it was substantiated that there were kids present in the household. So now I get to intervene. I he see. filed that, and he says to me, he says, look, I want my kids back. I'll do anything to get my kids back. So this guy has had four events in two years, but this is the first time I get to see him. Yeah. Well, we don't have enough jails to really house these type of guys, or I guarantee they'd have a change of uh, doing these things. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, they're, they're, incarceration does, uh, in a crazy way, make rehabilitation, or if you get the people young enough to make them realize from right and wrong and what they're doing to themselves in society, it changes everything. Here's one other thing, and I want you to comment on it, Doc. San Francisco 49ers, I don't know if you heard about this story. It was kind of just very brief. The play-by-play announcer on the radio broadcast, he does a show also, and he says, I don't know how this lady, okay, Janae Rice, would marry the man after she gets punched a month later, okay, and continue to back him up. For him saying that, the San Francisco 49ers suspended him for two games, okay, and Ray McDonald, left tackle for the San Francisco 49ers, right now will play this Sunday. He's under investigation for domestic abuse, but he's playing. What are we doing in society to where when you say something, Doc, you get in more trouble than if you do something physical? It's, it's pretty messed up. Go ahead. You know, it, it, this is funny because what we're talking about is he has not done his homework to even understand this notion of domestic violence in women. You know, psychologically speaking, there's something out there called battered women's syndrome. There's also something called PTSD. I mean, these are mental health issues that are attributed to long-term exposure to abuse. So when, when a person speaks off the hip, they really don't understand what they're talking about because they're trying to put a logic train to a normal function relationship that doesn't have within it any domestic violence or any emotional violence. And so, yeah, everybody's taking a swim at him, but swing at him because he really didn't understand what he was talking about. You know, the idea that he's trying to rationalize and that, that why, my God, if this happened to you, then how can you move forward to, 
to consummate the marriage, and yet he's trying to use a rational mind with a person that is, has never been abused, uh, maybe has no mental health disorder. And so they're taking a swim at him, swing at him because they're saying, how can you be so insensitive? How can you not yeah. understand that there's more to this woman than that? that more to this woman than just that. Right. No, you're right, Doc. But did he deserve two games from the San Francisco 49ers because they you know, said he wasn't I, being sensitive? I, you know, these, Come on. these are political questions that, yeah. you know, as, as time goes by and we start to see what happens to him for making those actions, people will step back and say, oh, shucks, we better not do that again. Let's do it this way. And they'll formalize a process by which they start to understand what's going on. You're getting in more trouble for, for the First Amendment not being upheld than you do for knocking somebody out. How much does that make sense, Doc? You know, and, and, and the idea about the system, is it fair? No. Is it legal? I guess we're going to figure that out as they, as they argue this point through the different levels of the organization and the court system. Right. It's not justice, that's for sure. It might be legal, and that's the problem. You know, but there's not a guy that comes by that's been arrested for domestic violence that I don't look here, and I look him in the eye, and I say, you know, the system is very legal. You're more worried about whether it's fair or not, and I think you need to forget that for right now. Yeah. Well, you know, Doc, it, it, some things need to change. Uh, let's talk a little bit about sports. I know you're a little bit of a sports fan. Uh, what do you think about the Bucks this week? You know, just, just, just you know, there's so much change. I just want to see consistency. You know, I just need to see consistency, and, and that just—it's so disheartening. And I, I get, I get, I get very weighted down. That I, I want to see people that are consistently performing, that are making plays. And I, I just—it just—I feel like at times I don't want to watch. Let me watch the, <laughs> let me watch the recording after I know what happened, so I don't get too upset. I hear you exactly. Well, Doc, I want to thank you for coming on the show and just letting Welcome. Know I'm at my clinic now, and I took a break from one of my classes, so I've got to go back to work. But anytime you need anything about this, uh, yeah. I have a book out there. Type in my name, Gordon Pillay, and Anger. On, you can type it in on Google, Amazon.com. It's called How to Control Anger Before It Controls You. Uh, um, I'm real easy to find. Just put my name in the Internet, and I'll come right up. Absolutely. I want to thank Michael Peter for getting you to me to discuss this from the internet radio network you can check him out on irn and listen to the radio off your computer or your iphone on irn thanks doc you got a great show keep up the good work thank you sir you take care and have a wonderful day